0: Alright, this is the U.S. history final. It's all the civil rights movements. So, they were doing the, you know, the environmental movement. So, the environmental movement of the 50s, 60s, and 70s was a series of attempts to improve and protect the planet from the harmful neglect and exploitation of past consumers. These attempts came in the form of of authors writing books, scientific research, and legislative acts that were passed by Congress. So with each successful method, water became more drinkable, air became more breathable, plant life thrived, and animals grew in population. So it was some three events before this kind of time period, you know, origins and whatnot um yellowstone national park was created in 1872 the first of many to become a network of national parks that were strictly off limits to any sort of exploitation um rachel carson wrote her first book under the sea wind in 1941 because she was always aware of the impact that humans had on the natural world and wanted to express the importance of that and On October 30th and 31st in 1948, in Donora, there was a a huge amount of smog that which was created by a steel and wire plant which ended up killing uh, 20 people and hospitalizing over 600 people. The smog was so deadly because it was made up of sulfur dioxide made worse by a temperature inversion that trapped the sulfuric poison in the valley of the town. This led to the first US uh, conference on air pollution in 1950. So how about the leaders, the leaders of the environmental movement? So one of them definitely is Rachel Carson. She was one of the most influential authors in raising awareness about the importance of the environment. She like to talk about the sea a lot and the overuse of pesticides, such as uh, in her books like Under the Sea Wind, The Sea Around Us, The Edge of the Sea, and her most famous one, Silent Spring. Also in 1949, Paul Ehrlich, I think, studied zoology at the University of Pennsylvania where he noticed a disappearance of butterflies in New New Jersey, which he blamed on DDT, which is a commonly used pesticide. He thought about possible similar repercussions in the human population. Then in 1968, he wrote a book called The Population Bomb, where he raised the issue of global overpopulation and claimed that the battle to feed all of humanity is over. The ideas from this book spawned many topics about family planning and like legalized abortion to uh, the forefront of domestic and international politics another person that was important to the movement was senator oh, yeah senator gaylord nelson which was uh he was inspired by the protest and the teachings of the 1960s And he had an idea to skyrocket the environmental movement with a huge demonstration in 1969. These were the first steps taken leading up to Earth Day. So, next person. Not really a leader themselves of the movement, but they were very important to it anyway, so I'm going to put them in. So, President Nixon, while not the most supportive person ever... He did establish several key components of the environmental movement, such as promoting Earth Day, signing the National Environmental Policy Act, and establishing the Environmental Protection Agency. So, and our final person here is Dennis Hayes. He was hired by Gaylord Nelson to provide a national teach-in about environmental issues, which led to plans that would become the first Earth Day. And after Earth Day and during the new election cycle, he organized a movement to get rid of 12 members of Congress with infamous records on environmental policy. These were known as the Dirty Dozen. The movement succeeded and removed 7 out of the, uh, the 12 of them. So that was good. Um, Alright, how did they do this? You know, What are their methods for you know, getting all this awareness and whatnot? So, authors were important because they would give very bleak predictions for the future and they also showed the beauty of nature and its prime in the books and very popular books were like the population bomb the silent world silent spring and the limits to growth <laughs> um scientific research was very important and because it uh you know, it would prove how healthy and unhealthy certain aspects of life were, such as, um, such as when JFK's science advisory committee concluded that DDT's harmful effects, which were speculated, were in fact true. Uh, California set emission standards due to increased evidence of a link between smog and car emissions, and chemists Frank Sherwood Rowland and Mario Molina claimed that CFCs can pose a threat to the Earth's ozone layer. Uh, Several marches and demonstrations also took place, and the biggest demonstration in American history at the time was Earth Day on April 22, 1970. So, all this happened, and, you know haters and whatnot, so, what are their struggles, you know, how did they have to deal with stuff like that, so, aside from, like, non-believers who didn't believe in all that stuff, and protecting the earth, I guess, and the hardcore business people who weren't gonna let any piece of profit go to waste, there wasn't much that stood in the way of environmental activists, however, getting through that wall of money, like, you know, that was being provided by mining forestry the fisheries and manufacturing and others stuff like that was not easy there was also at one point a communist conspiracy theory about earth day but other than that there wasn't too much that was keeping people from trying to you know keep the planet green now what are some other movements that influenced this movement you know Uh, So the roots of the environmental movement come from 18th century writers who predicted that the world wouldn't be sustainable in the future by explosions of the human race's population. Though later in time, these visionaries were coming to be known as transcendentalists, and they proposed ideas that nature possessed a spiritual element that transcends human utility. Uh, Most of these ideologies, however, were squashed by the uh, the Industrial Revolution until conditions grew so bad that these ideas resurfaced and modernized in the 1900s. So some key terms and vocab and whatnot that you should know from this movement are uh, something like teach-ins, which were informal lectures or discussions, about um, subjects of public interest, climate change, a change in global or regional climate patterns in particular, a change apparent from the mid to late 20th century because of, you know, greater levels of carbon dioxide and whatnot produced by fossil fuels and all that, pesticides, the substance used for destroying insects and other organisms That were harmful to cultivated plants or to animals Uh, smog just fog or haze combined with smoke and other atmospheric pollutants pollution the presence in or introduction into the environment of a substance or thing that has harmful or poisonous effects and population all the inhabitants of a particular town area or country so after the 70s and whatnot more modern times, what are some things that have happened recently that are important to the movement? So some things like that would be like on September 20th, 2019, Rita Thunberg was able to inspire 4 million people to join the global climate strike. Um, she was very important for getting people's attention about the conditions of the planet and whatnot. And this became the largest climate demonstration in human history. That was pretty cool. And 2020, Marav Marev, not sure, Marav Marev Ben David ran for the US Senate, the US Senate in Wyoming. Uh, she is an expert on climate change and she hoped to make Wyoming future-proof as Wyoming's economy is still very dependent on wasteful and har- and harmful means such as, like, you know, fossil fuels and whatnot. All right, well, that was some stuff about the environmental movement. So thank you for listening, and good day. Good luck.